Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Whole, whole right. Whole righty then. Whole right. Whole, whole righty. Whole right. Yes, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Sizzling. Sizzling. Hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Hobo with a Shotgun. Hobo with a Shotgun. That's how you say it. That's how you say it. That's how Mm -hmm. you say it. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's how it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Good episode. (laughs) Great episode. I don't think I've seen you around here before. Let me guess. You rode in on the rail. That's right. Did anybody officially welcome you to town yet? They never do. Nah. Well. Welcome to Fuck Town! All right. This is brought to you by Stephen. Thank you. Stephen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. Stephen has been, I think, uh, maybe not. I don't know. We, we have a patron who gives us a lot of like the more artsy stuff. I feel like it was Steven and then this and then Hobo with a Shotgun. And then Hobo with a Shotgun, uh, which is the premier art house film. Yeah. Had you seen this movie before? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is my first watch. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Do you remember that? You remember when? Oh, Gr- I know. You remember I when- know where it came from. Okay. So that's, I had the the mock trailer that these filmmakers made. There was a. If, if people don't know, the uh, the Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino team-up movie, Grindhouse, featured, you know, a couple of uh, trailers for fake films by directors like uh, Edgar Wright uh, and Eli Roth. Yeah. Uh, and Edgar Wright Rob doing Zombie. the best one. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Don't. Don't is. Don't is pretty know. great. I did like Thanks Killing. I liked Eli Roth, too. Thanks, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, were all, they were all fun. So they did a contest to for uh, indie filmmakers... Uh, to make their own grindhouse trailer and hobo with a shotgun was the one that won um and this is the full movie version of the trailer so i had i watched the uh the grindhouse trailer so many times that i had it memorized <laughs> so, <laughs> i loved That's that trailer funny. so when this movie came out i was really excited to watch it <laughs> well okay so that that's good to hear. What did what did you think of this movie? Um, I kind of love this movie, um, but I also recognize that it's a little it's a little dated uh, in terms of it's a little too uh, it's it feels weird to say it's a little too vile, but that's well, kind of where I okay. land on a few parts. It's a little too much, but yeah, we just yeah. So we we just did a review of. Uh, uh, John dies at the end, mm. which was 2012, and I think I mentioned in that that it was a little ahead of its time, 
this definitely does have a bits that are ahead of its time as well. Yeah, and I think this this nailed being the grindhouse movie more so than like Machete did. Like, yeah, I so think this is this is closer to to being this is more successful as a grindhouse film than I think of any either of the movies that were in Grindhouse. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's ultimately my issue with this movie because I I'm glad you like this movie. I see the value in it, but it ultimately didn't do much for me. Uh, that's fair. And I think it's all it, I haven't seen Machete either, but it's all circling the same thing, which is I also I I really like Death Proof, right? Yeah. Um, and you know what? I like Planet Terror as well. So do I. Um, it's the it's the 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 issue that I keep running into with these movies ultimately is that they aren't actually the thing they're trying to imitate. Like Hobo with a Shotgun, this isn't a spoof of anything. Like you could say, oh, it's a little, it's a little like Death Wish. I think, uh, I think it's a, it's an homage to that. That's that's what I meant when I said it's more successful at being a grindhouse film because it doesn't. This doesn't feel like a spoof to me, and it doesn't feel like it's winking at the camera. It's like genuinely doing the shit that got grindhouse movies the reputation right. that they got. But it's, but it still is. It, like it, it still knows is what it's doing for sure. Like the scene, the 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 conversation about the bear. Holy shit. Like that's yeah, and, the, and then he puts a picture of a bear in her picture frame. Right. <laughs> that's pretty great. Incredible day. You mentioned like that it's almost too um vile. vile, which I actually heavily agree with, which is not to say I, I have nothing against violence, obviously. Uh but the the again, I feel like the era it's trying to imitate wasn't this. Like this feels like trauma. Trauma. Yes. Film. This is a yeah, this feels like trauma. Yeah. For sure. Which is that's okay but it's it's um it just feels like it's again the same way i like those grindhouse movies they didn't strike me as imitating anything specific like death proof not death proof sorry planet terror planet that's terror. just like a modern zombie film that's i i i loved yeah but it's not like oh you know those classic high budget good special effects yeah those classic hyper violent b movie uh alien right. zombie films like no Right. Most of them. Yeah, that's the thing. Most of them the this most of them weren't actually that violent for one. And I think it's because they couldn't afford to be that violent. Yeah, um, that's probably and true. Then, yeah. And most of them weren't as well done. And so it's, it's so hard to imitate something like this. And there's so many, you know, uh, there's this is this is now like a regular thing. And it's like some of them I really enjoy, some of them I think are just okay, some of them I don't like. There are varying degrees, but I feel like we're definitely oversaturated with them. You do? <clears throat> like like Turbo Kid and Psycho Gorman and like all the ones I that believe, I haven't seen. I think the where they're all kind of I think the director of this movie had something to do with Turbo Kid. Yeah, he's the producer. And I really like Turbo Kid. That's what I'm saying is it's not I, I think there's a lot of them and I I appreciate what they're all trying to do, but I think they're all of varying success for me. Mm -hmm. And this one, I wouldn't say is bad in any way, but it ultimately, like, I, I, I wasn't, and ma again, maybe it's because, like you said, it's dated. I ultimately wasn't, like, impressed or blown away by anything. I, re I, I do really like The Plague. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't feel like that's in the same movie as, like, what they're trying, you know, if they're trying to do Death Wish. It's like, um, well, that it's, wouldn't be it's not, it's not exactly Death Wish. I think this is closer to Mandy in a lot of ways, because it's really, yes. it's very surreal. But Mandy isn't actually imitating 
anything. No. Right? That's that's why Mandy works for me personally, is Mandy isn't trying to be a grindhouse film. It's just being Mandy. Uh and so like it's whenever they're calling their shot like this, uh, that it like because it is it was made as a joke, right? Like the trailer was a joke. Yeah. Um, and for something that is an expansion of that, I think it is ultimately very good mm-hmm. in the sense that it um and it also it also had the sense to not try to incorporate everything from the trailer. And oh, to okay, not yeah. and to not do it exactly. Like it, it, it Was Rutger Hauer in the other one? No, it was a guy named yeah. David Br- Brent or Brunt. Um and he's actually in the movie uh as one of the cops during the scene where one cop says, Well at least he's only shooting the dirty cops and then this really this grizzled all... old guy is like, We're all dirty cops. Like he was the hobo in the original trailer. Ah. Um David Brunt, I think is his name. David Brent's the boss that's Ricky Gervais in the office. I was gonna say <laughs> Hey, that sounds familiar. Um, but yeah, I think you know when you watch the 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 Grindhouse trailer that they made, it's it's there's a lot a lot of the same beats are in it, but not everything made it in, and there's different versions of of stuff that's in the trailer. So they weren't they didn't they clearly didn't feel completely beholden to the trailer. They were just like, okay, let's use some of those ideas and actually make this into a fleshed out movie, uh, which it does, uh, and it's. Mostly fun. I think the the more the, the the vileness that I'm actually uncomfortable with is they go real hard against the main uh, lady character Abby. So it's just like yeah, there's, there's a lot of sexual violence. Yeah, in this that, it's um, uh, but again, yeah. like if you're so if you're it's tough because I I was watching with Hana who first of all oh shout out to Hana who before she even sat down to watch it was like this is a Canadian film oh yeah and I was like what and she's like I just I know this is a Canadian film and it was and the way she phrased it was like a shotgun in an American film isn't a big deal (laughs) this has to be a Canadian film (laughs) yeah um but um no she pointed out that also the the only um I believe the only black character is a pimp and it's one of those things where it's like that is both imitating like a um a, a racist trope but it's also just doing the thing and that's the same with the sexual violence where it's like well if you go watch death wish there's tons of sexual violence in that mm-hmm. but there's a reason we don't do that anymore and there's yeah, a reason and, those movies aren't good and to to be clear and in the movie's defense there's not any actual depiction of assault in it it's no. just it's just people saying really horrible shit to this to this yeah character it's, it's and, always it's always a people about to assault yeah her. it's and the then, thread of it yeah and and so like again i think they're imitating they're imitating a specific style mm-hmm. but then they're not in other places because you know it's it's a it's again it's a mix of like a little death wish a little trauma a little robocop i would say mm-hmm. yeah for sure um but it's all uh, kind of a, a mix. So when when it's all a mix like that, it's like, well, you don't have to include that stuff. Uh, ultimately, yeah. Like, yeah. So that makes it feel. Which it's funny to say that a grindhouse homage feels dated, but it, that that's that's what makes it feel a little dated yeah. for me. I think if you made that this movie today, uh, you'd probably cut some of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think just so. to, just to keep it just to keep it fun. You know, like right. I do, I do understand that the part of the tone of a movie like this is supposed to feel grimy, um, right? And it does. This movie feels grimy, <laughs> and usually, it's just, usually it's in a fun way, not not completely, but mostly. It's a really hard 
thing to do mm-hmm. because I, I've been thinking about what makes, why did this movie not particularly like do anything for me? Whereas like Mandy did something for me or like, um, the wolf cop, like wolf cop. I enjoy. Oh and yeah. Wolf cop. I don't think is trying to necessarily imitate a specific style, but it knows what it is, right? It's going and through. It, it's going through the the recognizable beats and tropes of movies of the of that genre. I mean, we we did episodes right. on Wolf Cop, so you guys know how we feel about Wolf Cop. But yeah, yeah, we enjoy Wolf Cop, mm-hmm. and, and and but Wolf Cop is definitely winking at the camera and doing the things, and so like there's this there's this like weird, it, it's an inconsistency where it's it's sort of like slapstick, where it's like it's funny when it's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't even describe it perfectly, but like, for example, you describing the guy saying we're all dirty cops, right? Yeah. That is a funny performance, but they know it is. And they instructed him to say it that way. Whereas if you watched a movie like Miami connection and someone does a line read that's really uh, bizarre, mm-hmm. uh, that's not, that's not like scripted. So it's like, it's scripting a movie to be campy. Uh, and for me, it's like, well, I'll just watch a campy movie that wasn't trying to be right. Like that's that's the that's the more pleasing version. To, to so- a de- yeah, to a degree, to get some of that stuff for sure. I think the movie can be more interesting uh, in its own merit when it's uh, uh, more self aware. But yeah, like normally, for the most part, I agree with you that if the movie's too much in on the joke, it makes it not fun. But I think what makes this movie mostly work for me is that most of it, it's, it does generally take itself seriously. Generally. Yeah. And what's, I would say what's, <clears throat> what works for me or what, what makes me recognize this as like um, a good version of this is that I would also say all the humor and, or, or rather the weirdness doesn't feel derivative like no it's really like, surreal yeah it's just really yeah. strange like i don't want to dump on anything else but like for example kung fury which i actually i like a lot of the look of that short mm-hmm. um but like that had that like that humor where it's like oh riding a t-rex yeah, you know and, and fighting where it's like uber hitler meme. or whatever yeah, it's, it's, yeah it feels exactly. real meme yeah yeah where it's going for the very low-hanging isn't this so random like that stuff? Yeah. Um, this movie I would is say not there's a that. Lot, exactly. Um, and so this movie didn't like piss me off uh, in that sense. Uh, and again, it, it like the, the plague felt like characters from Mandy before Mandy had been made. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that's actually, I think my favorite part of this movie is the second half. Yeah. Yeah, for me, when when, when he shit f- gets out of control. Yeah, it really goes off the rails, and a lot of there's a lot of unpredictable shit happens. It's really it's strange. Uh, a lot of the laughs come from just how bizarre the the exchanges are, and it's not like bizarre like somebody doing a like like Kevin Pollock doing a goofy voice in the other nine yards and the whole nine yards. It's <laughs> It's biz- what an example. Well, yeah. What an example oh, you like, just gave. Yeah, right. Because well, I want to say something that's like obviously trying to be weird. Yeah, and then there's, I know. It's just... Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then what this movie does, which is it gets laughs out of Rudger Hauer going on a rant, like a rambling, uh, in any other context, alarming rant about bears. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just... 
it's the movie you, it's it, yeah it's just it's bizarre and surreal in a way that really appeals to me um yeah did you just watch whole nine yards no no i just thought of <laughs> i just thought of something that was loudly weird and that was okay. the first thing that now came I to my mind that. yeah i have to watch that movie again oh man i bet that movie sucks <laughs> i want to watch it again though. oh it does it's, um, it absolutely sucks yeah it's it's the fucking it's from the analyze this stage yeah where they were doing that um oh i want to watch analyze this we should we should do that on yeah. a friday dave we'll, and we'll analyze watch analyze that. this and analyze that on a friday yeah and then we'll watch the whole Fuck. nine yards and the whole 10 yards yeah we're gonna do that mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna lose um, so many patrons <laughs> i don't know we just watched the magic of david copperfield and titanic yeah we um, probably lost a few there uh, yeah <laughs> um okay so plot of this movie um redger hauer is a um hobo yeah he doesn't have a shotgun it's literally riding the rails yeah yeah he comes to this town that's just like this clearly lawless town and it's run by these uh this family uh, yeah and the, the two brothers the drake they're, who are they are very trauma their characters are straight out of like they're, a trauma they're film. two they're the two uh bosses in river city ransom <laughs> oh, <laughs> slick and yeah. ivan they're like they're from a video game <laughs> You're right. And I think they knew that because they they do a video game reference in this. Mm -hmm. Um, That makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, I kind of wish they had leaned on that more. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Rudger Howard gets to town and just, yeah, he's like wandering through the streets and seeing all this crime. And then he witnesses the drake there's a bum fights yeah bum the bum fights, fights yeah the bum fights guy uh god do you remember that remember fucking bum fights dave i barely remember it jesus but yes. christ um yeah you know it's funny we we, we i i think things <laughs> we always we always think that like um society's getting worse and in some ways it might be but in other ways we don't have bum fights we don't have, <laughs> so yeah that was really like, that was really fucking gross <laughs> Yeah, and so it's it's like I get it where people look at reality TV back in the day and they're like, ah, oh, what an innocent time. I've done that, but also like I don't know. I I think bum fights. I'm glad we don't have that. I would argue Jerry Springer was probably um, as 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 fabricated as it was. It felt it felt worse than a lot of things today too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. This is a different conversation. Different conversation. But the first you know he he's he's witnessing all this crime uh the bum fights and then he witnesses the drake and his two sons slick and ivan kill one of the trailer park boys yes ricky ricky's here <laughs> that's that was the other well it was it was very funny because hana was like it's canadian and then the first title comes up that's like the canadian yeah whatever board and it was like ah oh, there we go mm-hmm. and then ricky shows up and it's like oh this is extremely canadian yeah i think this director uh, this has, is so canadian that a trailer park boy is in it i think this director has directed some of it and like i think that the, makes sense a couple of the actors have been on trailer park boys as well um also this director is one of the co-creators of dark side of the ring which i didn't huh. i did not realize until today very odd very um, very odd anyway yeah so they, they they see him kill ricky from trailer park boys <laughs> yeah which it hurt my heart to see ricky die but it, you know yeah it's pretty it had great it's pretty great yeah. um i i think ivan is my favorite character i'm not sure which one's ivan ivan is the crazy brother oh okay uh the guy who does karate with ice skates on 
Right, yes, which is a great idea. Yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, the other brother, Slick, uh, is the kid from Small Soldiers. Um, Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, and he sets a school bus full of children on fire and gets taken to hell in the same school bus. Right, he sure does. What a film, Dave. <laughs> it's a really weird, it was a really weird choice. Yeah, but again, I, I love it. Like, I love I, how yeah, strange that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's very trauma. Yeah. Um, those feel like trauma sensibilities like burning a school bus full of kids like Mm -hmm. where else do you see that you know yeah it's really just trauma like that the toxic avenger fucked me up so bad because i saw it i saw it way too young um and like this it's the same kind of grime in this movie and it's like i said it's, it's mostly it's mostly the fun kind of grime um right it's not by the way it's not the greasy strangler which i would argue is a harder to watch film the greasy strangler is a movie i will never ever watch again <laughs> i might watch it again uh, there's some moments in the greasy strangler that i um that i i legitimately like i i again the part the car wash sequence i find very funny there's some moments that i find very funny in that but yes it's mostly like tim and eric where it's you're like ah oh, this is just gross yeah um and it's just where, it's like, punishing this- you for watching it yeah, I would argue for the most part, um, the school bus of kids, like I can see that upsetting somebody uh, because it's a school bus full of kids. Um, but like most of the gore in this, I feel like my mother could watch because it's so it's over the top. It's so over the top. It's Kill Bill. It's Monty Python. Yeah. yeah or yeah, Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 cartoonish. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's literally like I, I believe Ricky, when his head gets pulled off, it's just a fountain of blood that yeah, a woman a woman uh, starts dancing in. Yeah. Um, the uh, Abby, the the main uh, the the female lead, gets her hand mulched by a uh, lawnmower and then stabs the Drake several times with her hand bone. <laughs> yes, she does. Incredible. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So like, um, but yeah, the hobo with a shotgun meets a sex worker, mm-hmm. um, and like it's like a kind of a father daughter situation yeah he seems very protective of her yeah um and like he's you know he 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 like uh, he like decides she's a school teacher something like that yeah it's there's this through line where they keep having like a different they 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 have a different of mice and men conversation every time <laughs> they talk about what they're gonna do when they finally get out of town. Yeah, you're it's, right. So they're having fun with the trope of like ah, just two do- two more days till retirement, and then we're gonna move out to this cabin. Like the when you know a character is doomed because they're talking about what they're gonna do when they get out oh, of yeah. this life. So they do a co- like they do several at least two or three different versions of that conversation where it's like though they're gonna ride out of town and and uh, start their own lawn mowing business they're gonna buy a zoo or they're gonna go to the zoo <laughs> and see the bears like it's so random but one of them is like yeah he, either she is being ironic I can't remember quite remember how it happens either she's being ironic and says she's a school teacher. Or he just decides that she is. Um, but yeah, I, I sort of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> I don't know. He just keeps calling. By the way, this director also did a VHS2 segment. Oh, which one? The alien one. Oh, okay. Which the alien one, I think people don't like because a dog gets uh, horribly uh, injured and if not killed in oh, it's it. It's dead. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I guess it is. It's dead. dead. It, falls, um, it falls from a great height. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, that'll kill a dog. I I would argue that that actually is that 
that segment low-key slaps it's a little like the the characters are very annoying in it and yeah. it's about teenage boys but the concept of it i really like yeah um, same same yeah uh yeah so anyway um so they um they developed this relationship and basically the i forget for whatever reason the bad guys of the town basically their sights get set on this hobo with a well, shotgun. He, he basically gets sick of everything and he goes and gets a shotgun. Yeah. And he starts uh, blowing people away. Yeah, he beats up Slick. Like, Slick Slick, right. is, Slick is preparing to abduct Abby, basically. And he intervenes and beats the shit out of him with his sock full of change. Um, and then, yeah, he's he's he finally saves up enough to buy a lawnmower to start his lawn mowing business. But... Um, thugs break into the pawn shop and hold a, a, a mother and her baby hostage and it's this thug holding this just this infant at gunpoint and it's right. i don't know extremely funny to me the way it's shot <laughs> just it's so extreme oh yeah <laughs> um anyway yeah. on purpose yeah it's it's yeah it's supposed to be the most over the top heinous thing um so yeah, he has he, he finally has had enough and just buys the shotgun instead and starts blowing people away. So they put out a bounty on this hobo. Um he he kills Slick. Uh but in in the process Slick like hacksaws through Abby's collarbone, so he has to take her to the hospital and that's when the plague shows up who are these two silent biker assassins that They're Mandy characters. They're, Mandy they're characters, dressed yeah. in armor, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they're really, like, scary and surreal, and they, they come out of, like, this cool-looking factory with purple lightning. Um, yeah. And he fights them. Uh, and then there's a final showdown between uh, everybody in the street where uh, one of the plague gets killed, uh, the drake gets killed, and then the hobo gets shot by the police. But also, they've inspired the people to take back their city so the 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 people also uh open fire on the on the crooked cops and it's just a big shootout at the end yeah and the hobo with the shotgun dies and then credits yep. immediate very abrupt, which i appreciated yeah. that yeah that felt like it was a taking it a little uh, taking a cue a little bit from death proof but it, it works yeah because that that is definitely a thing of its time where movies used to just end yeah and you'd be like, "Whoa, oh, okay." Oh, I guess that was Shit. it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, not, yeah. It's not. It's not like if this is what you're into. Again, like I think about this whole genre mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. whether or not I even like the movie or not, I tend not to do much rewatching because they're very grimy, as we as we noted. Uh, they're very much a um like have you watched this movie that many times no uh i've only maybe watched it twice right because why would you i don't know i don't know how else to describe this it's like it's not a world you want to actually exist in Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't like put i wouldn't put this on to like unwind and so in terms of like rewatching, it's like when would i ever rewatch this movie uh it's it's not it's it's very um unsubtle you know what i mean and it's full of gore and some of the stuff looks nice but it's generally an unpleasant world yeah and all the characters are generally unpleasant uh and again this isn't really a hit against it it's the style because i would say there are movies that i like like this as well where i'm like i enjoyed that uh i'm not going to like watch it that much greasy strangler comes to mind which is that is a movie that i highly respect but as we've said, like, ah, I wouldn't watch it that yeah, much. Yeah, that, that is a grotesque film. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's designed for that. It's designed. It's an anti-film. Yeah. And this is definitely designed for people to watch like in a party. Yeah. This is sort of for you to, to show your friends and be like, you'll, you'll never believe how crazy this movie is. Right. But again, the issue that I keep running into is the artificiality of that, which is that they've designed the movie specifically for that reason, right? And again, so does Troma. Uh, so does a lot of I movies. think where this movie succeeds for me, where so many others don't, is that it doesn't hold back. Like, it, it recognizes that if it wants to be perceived as a trauma film, it's got to do the things that a trauma film does. It can't, like, do half measures. So the gore is really extreme yes. and really over the top. It's really bizarre. It's really grimy. It's it, it goes all in on those things. And that's, I think, why I enjoy this movie where I don't usually uh, where I, I don't enjoy a lot of other movies in within this same genre because right they some, try to do the same right thing. like they they'll either pull back too much and you know it won't won't do the over the topness so it's just sort of like an unpleasant movie that's not even interesting to watch uh you know what i mean (laughs) right well that's an issue with a lot of the movies they're imitating yeah is like you you go and look at those movies and because they don't have that much gore and they don't actually um they're not actually aware of the fact that they're silly uh they don't actually come out very interesting Mm -hmm. ultimately yeah yeah it's like why would i watch a movie that's just grimy if heads weren't exploding every other scene you know what i mean it's like right. it, this this movie, yeah. I, I think I think this movie is successful in being what it was meant to be an homage of. That's 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 where I land on this movie. So it's yeah, it's still nice. it's it's a genre of movie that's not like one you watch super often. Like like I like like I like I spit on your grave, but I'm not throwing that shit on. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, it's it's such a weird genre because it's it's the like it's the it's the it's like the bragging rights genre where like it's movies that you watch uh and then you never really watch that much again it's just movies to say i've watched it does that make sense it's 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 very odd this sort genre of? well again for good or for bad yeah like a movie like audition <laughs> like that's not a movie you rewatch that's not just a movie you watch once so no, you can yeah. say like oh yeah i've seen it yeah i mean ichi the killer <laughs> now that we're on um yeah uh, this isn't Mike. that though no again this isn't that because the, this isn't hard to watch for that reason no in fact i would argue this isn't that hard to watch at all not really no um it's more of just that it's an unpleasant universe that i don't feel the need to pop on and watch ever again um that's fair and yeah I do appreciate that it has Redger Hauer in it. You know, he really elevates it. You'd never think that uh, he's, Blind Fury's Redger Hauer would be in a movie like this. He is perfect for this. Yeah. And it's sort of, and Redger Hauer, I think, I mean, I, I, I can't tell if you were being facetious a second ago, but he is <laughs> sort of, bit. he is sort of mired in like exploitation cinema, you know, yeah. like, no, this is, it's like, again, it's, I remember when we were watching uh, Howling 2 and like having that realization with Christopher Lee of like, so weird he's in this. And then you look at his career and you're like, wait, no, it's not at all weird that he's in no, this. No, this is the shit he likes this to is, make. Like, Yeah, this is just his, like Rutger Hauer is that where they're these like, they're daywalkers, right? Yeah. Like they exist in this weird nether mm-hmm. world where they can be in Blade Runner, but also in this. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but also in Split Second. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking split and blind second. fury in this movie. I th- we've co- yeah, we covered we've covered a lot of Rudger Hauer on this show. And I'm oh, just now yeah. realizing. Yeah, well, he, that motherfucker's been in some weird shit. Yeah, honestly, that's Daywalker. I, I, I feel like that would be more. I don't know if it would be more. Well, no, I would say it would be more fulfilling for me personally to be in a whole bunch of weird shit. Like if I oh, was yeah. an actor, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna do the weirdest movies possible. For sure. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't like. It's so hard to tell because again, like you, you, you look at Split Second. That's the one. That's the flooded London. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the um, with the rat monster. Yeah, that's a movie that you're like you watch and you're like I genuinely can't figure out how much they're aware of. Mm-hmm. And part of that is the fact that uh, it was made in the '90s, right? I like, think so. Yeah. There's there's this element of like you can never tell if they know they're being funny or not. Uh, there's so many layers to it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can't tell what they think is genuinely cool or badass, or what they think is impressive, or what they know is like campy. And so like Hobo with a shotgun, you know it's all intentional. And I always wonder like, okay, in 20 years from now, are people going to know that about this? I assume they will. And like trauma, trauma knows what it is, right? So as an imitation of like trauma, this is this is completely acceptable because mm-hmm. it's no different than that. Yeah. Uh, and so that's yeah, that's part of why I guess I'm not mad at it. But again, it's this weird it's this weird line to walk uh, where like I'd much prefer something like Miami Connection where you watch and you're like they they thought they were making like a good movie and in a lot of ways they, they were did they <laughs> yeah. are, they were correct. Yeah, and in a lot of other ways, I don't think they knew what they were doing. Yeah, um, most of the fundamental things, <laughs> and and and, yeah. and 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 the fundamental ways, they had no idea what they were doing. But then they fucking then they they put the 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 ninja song out, and you're like, wow, this is a legitimately great song. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, it's it's hard because those are fewer and farther in between like a Neil Breen movie. I like the concept of, but obviously when you actually watch them, it's a real bummer. Are, it's a real slog <laughs> a in a real lot bummer. of places, but then the highs are really high. Yeah. And so there's something ultimately, and again, this is the, the movie, the movies in the genre that I like that I don't like. And this includes trauma because I think trauma is completely self-aware. Although Lloyd Kaufman is very good at making you not fully know if he is, yeah like you know like it's and and so like ultimately i much prefer the ones where the people involved are like no i made this completely genuinely Mm -hmm. uh non-ironically yeah uh but for what this is it's very it's yeah it's fun i mean you gotta you gotta respect it it's rudger hauer with a shotgun it makes good it lives it lives up to its title (laughs) yeah well all right it doesn't it doesn't because it took a while for that shotgun it does take a minute yeah it takes a little too long even though it's an only it's only an 80 minute film it takes him about 25 minutes to get his shotgun yeah and that's too long a little little too long a little too long yeah (laughs) um but yeah the, uh, the the big thing for me i think again the second half basically becomes mandy in a lot of ways yeah to the point that i feel like when this guy saw mandy he was just like hey yeah it's like yeah, that was my movie <laughs> yeah um which is that they just call on these like hell creatures they do the thing where like she kills one of them mm-hmm. and the other one is like she must take his place and yeah like what yeah 
and then uh, and then, he, and then he, he just walks away. Yeah, and then Hobo says, "No way, she's not going anywhere with you." And then like, he just walks away. So it's yeah, like where there's like, like a, so I yeah I like that there's like a whole other universe that the plague exists in <laughs> that's separate right, from this movie. Rules. Yeah, like they're benevolent, you know, like they're I not they're not necessarily benevolent, but like when we see their dungeon, they have like a squid beast Cthulhu monster in there. Yeah, and it seems like they've assassinated Jesus, <laughs> and like yeah. there's like all these. Uh, they have assassinated. They have like Jesus, a wall yes. of all the people they've killed, and one of them is definitely Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. I just mean in the sense that like he kills, she kills one of them. The other one's like doesn't want revenge. He's he's indifferent about it. Yeah, like they don't care. <laughs> and that's yeah. I like I like th- this premise of a bad guy where it's like they're they're just a force. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not like they're evil for sure. But somehow they also feel like uh. <laughs> Like you could get them to be on your side for whatever reason. Oh yeah, you could end up fighting alongside them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were my favorite part of this movie for sure. Yeah, they were pretty sweet. (laughs) Yeah, who played the guy who played Drake? By the way, he's he's doing. Everybody knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, like what they need to be doing. There there are fun performances in this movie. Oh, he was also in Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, you're right. A lot of these fucking actors were in Trailer Park Boys. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at him. He was also in Beethoven's Treasure. Sure. He played Drake. Yeah, sure. That seems like a movie yeah. he would be in. Yeah, why not? I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't have any trouble believing in a... that. Oh, sorry. Beethoven's Treasure Tale. Like, oh, like it's a tale, but they spend, they, they you, you guess, you yeah, guess how it. they spell it. it. I yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. This was made in 2014. We should watch this. Okay. We can do that. Okay. I don't have too much more it's to say be about a this dog, movie. right? Yeah. Uh, you would think. That dog's dead. Well, Beethoven, maybe. the original Beethoven. Maybe, maybe. Should I look into it? Should yeah, I see how that know, dog's I don't, doing? I don't. They could have given him implants. You know, injected him with some sort of mutagen. Right. He could be. He could be more robot than dog. He could at be like Frankenstein, Beethoven. Franken, yeah, Franken, he could be. Frankenstoven. Did you know that the? All right. Any guesses of what the dog who played Beethoven's name was? Beethoven. Nope. You'll never. You'll never guess. Okay. So just tell me what it is then. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right you're right i would never ever guess that name for a dog yeah the dog who plays beethoven folks is named chris <laughs> sure he's been in two movies can you guess what the other movie was beethoven second you're right yep you did it yeah yeah i don't have much else to say without, oh, but with a shotgun yeah now we're talking about beethoven's <laughs> yeah but you know people like hearing us talk That's, right uh, i think maybe I mean, if they, uh, why would, why, it would be really weird if they didn't, and they were listening to us. Maybe they're just angry. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to sleep. Hey, wake up. Yeah. Wake up. (laughs) Actually, no, they can probably go to, we don't really have anything else to say about Hobo with a shotgun. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, I'm not even. I think they can go to stop. They can go to sleep, right? Like we can be done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Hey folks. Yeah. Well, hold on. Who 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 did this to us? Steven. Steven. Thank you, Steven. Thank you. Thank you, Steven. Oh my god. I can't I don't want to reveal it, but our next we just watched is going to be very interesting. Oh, sweet. Um, so yeah. Steven, thank you very much. This was through our Patreon. So we have a tier where you can get custom we just watched episodes. Um and that's how this is made. Uh we also just for $5 a month, you can go on there. It's uh, patreoncom slash gamefullyunemployed 
You get access to a bunch of podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, mm. Fox Mulder's a Maniac, mm. Star Trek The Next Futurama, mm. and Spiel Boys. We mm. watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. We sure do. We sure do. Yeah, so, you know, check that out. Um, we've, all, we have, yeah. we've also got a store. Head over to GameFloatEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, stickers, posters, mugs, all sorts of things. So check that out. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, I guess ha- yeah. have love in your heart. Yeah. Trade in your nickels and dimes for a new way of life. Yeah. Praise Jesus. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, don't know, I know the plague got the best of him. So I think praise the plague. Yeah. All hail Probably the plague. all hail the plague. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, they live in a cool castle with purple lightning. It's like Masters of the Universe over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. 